Hey, I'm Latasha, and welcome to the Overcome to Become podcast. Join me each week for real talk, life-changing truths, actionable takeaways, and relatable overcoming stories from some of the bravest women I know. You will leave each episode with the tools to help you overcome what has been holding you back so you can become who you were always meant to be. Change is hard. I don't care who we are, where we come from, how old we are. If we are truly honest, we are creatures of habit. And once the ball is rolling, it's hard to stop that ball from rolling or start something new to pivot and go in a different direction. I can think back to a different, a few different times in my life when I knew I needed to shift to start over. And one of the biggest ones I can think of was starting over after a long-term relationship I had been in. I spent so many years trying to be something in that relationship that I was not in order to keep that relationship that was not meant to be kept. There I was with two kids, a very young mom who barely knew who she was. Dreams shattered, now faced with the task of starting over. I shed so many tears, y'all, it probably could have filled an entire river, maybe even an ocean, and spent many nights staring into the sky wondering what was going to come next, what my life would now be. Mostly, how would I even begin to start over? Because again, let's be honest, change is hard. And the thought of hitting the reset button, yes, it sounds nice, but it can be daunting and just downright overwhelming. At times, fear was so loud and so prominent in my ears and in my mind that I almost allowed it to hold me back from moving forward. But what I knew for sure then, if I didn't know anything else, what I knew for sure was in the midst of the uncertainty was that if I did not choose to start again, if I did not choose to pivot in a different direction. I was choosing to live a life of misery, bitterness, and regrets. See, not choosing at all is also a choice. Some of you might be thinking, well, if I just avoid choosing, then uh, you know, I don't have to deal with it. But actually, when you're not choosing, you are choosing. So for me, if I didn't choose to pivot and move on, I was actually, by default, choosing to live a life of misery, bitterness, and regrets, and anger, and all of those things wrapped in together. Another time I can think of when I had to pivot and make a decision that was very difficult for me to do was to resign from a ministry leadership position I had served in for almost a decade. It was so hard. It was like ripping my heart out because I loved the people that I was serving. I loved ministering the word of God. And it was a decision that I put off for a long time but it was one that I knew I had to do. No, it didn't make sense. And sometimes we get caught up into, well, it's gotta make sense in order for me to change. No, ma'am, I have learned that a lot of times what God is doing in our life, it won't make any sense. It's not gonna add up. Two plus two is not gonna add up to four. It's just not gonna make sense, but we have to lean in to the change. Maybe you can relate. Let me reassure you of this truth that I've learned. It is okay to change our mind. It is okay to start over and hit the reset button. It's okay to admit that maybe we went in a wrong direction. We misheard God. Maybe we went in a way we shouldn't have. And it's okay to pivot and not be concerned and allow those thoughts of, well, what are they going to think? I told you so. I knew that wasn't going to work to hold us back which is our pride really keeping us from pivoting. 
Maybe you've been thinking about or feeling a nudge to shift in an area of your life. Whether it's a big change or small change, here are some signs that have cued me into a need to hit the reset button. Number one, a feeling of being stuck, that you're not going anywhere. You're not growing. Number two, environment is toxic. Around you, you feel like you have to shrink. You can't be all who who God has called you to be. You have to transform and turn yourself into something that you're not. You don't feel like you're being championed. Your ideas, your thoughts are being squashed, not recognized. It's a toxic environment. And maybe it's even impacting your physical health. Number three, a recurring thought of there has to be more than this. You're going to bed with this thought. You're getting up in the middle of the night that I, God had to have created me for more than this. I'm living beneath my means. I'm at a job where I'm not growing. I'm in a career where I feel stunted. Or maybe I'm in a friendship group that is making me feel stuck. Number four, you are frustrated or unhappy all the time. Maybe you've become cynical. And cynicism, friends, is not what God has for us. It's not the thing that we want to take root in our hearts, to look at things through the eyes of cynicism, complaining all the time, being skeptical all the time, looking at people and thinking the worst instead of the best, frustrated, stressed, going to work unhappy or leaving out the house unhappy and coming back home unhappy all the time. That's a sign. That's a red flag. Number five, your body is starting to talk to you in ways it has not before. Lack of energy, wanting to sleep all the time, always tired, headaches upon headaches, taking lots of medication that you never took before, but now you're having to pop pills every day, stressed, your body, your neck is tense, you're having pain in places you didn't have before, sis, your body is talking to you. Number six, lack of growth. You may be shaking your head yes in agreement with some or all of these signs. Although I knew for a long time that it was time for me to shift and start over, these things kept me from making that decision sooner than later, and these may be hindering you as well. Fear of messing up or the next thing not being better than where you are right now. You know, some people have that saying, better is the devil you know. Well, I disagree with that because a lot of times we're not going to see the whole picture. And we think that we just need to settle for where we are because at least I know how bad this is. No, friends, that is not the mindset. That is not the place that God wants for us. Number two, maybe comfort or familiarity of where you are right now. Even if where you are is terrible, you stay there. Number three, the feeling of it's too late. See, I saw this quote and I love it by Bridget Hyacinth. And it says, a four-year degree attained after seven years is still a degree. A graduation at 50 years old is still a graduation. A business started at 65 years old is still a business. You are never too old to have a new dream. It's okay to start over. Don't let people confine you with their timelines of success. Ooh, let me say that again. Don't let people confine you with their timelines of success. If you are breathing, There is still purpose and there is still time to do what God has called you to do. Don't be confined by these lies that are permeating in our society 
and what people are saying. Like I said in episode one about getting to know you, there's no such thing as you should have known and figured it out in your 20s. Number four, pride, right? We talked about not wanting people to say, I told you so, or I knew you shouldn't have went that way, or I knew that wasn't a good idea. Listen, listen, are you listening? People are gonna talk regardless, They're going to talk whether you're doing the right thing, the wrong thing. They're going to talk whether you're going forward, whether you're going backward. They're going to talk. So let them talk and don't allow pride to hold you back from pivoting and going in a different direction. Number five, worrying of what people may say or think. We said that already, right? Worrying about what the neighbors are gonna say, what my friends are gonna say, right? I told them it was gonna work this time, that this business was going to pan out. But let me tell you something, friends, if God did not tell you to open up that business, if he did not tell you to go into that career, if he did not tell you to go in that relationship and you went your own way, it's time to stop. It's time to stop worrying about what people are going to think. It's time to stop letting your pride get in the way. And we need to stop and reflect and be willing to pivot. Six, feeling unqualified. I don't know if you know this, but God calls those who feel unqualified. He calls, hello Gideon, right? He calls those who feel unqualified. And guess what? He qualifies them. So if God qualifies you, that's all you need. As the kids would say, period. He qualifies you, period. No but after that. He qualifies you. That's what Roman 8 says, right? He calls us. He justifies us. He qualifies us, period. Number seven, not wanting to put the work in. Let me tell you something. God wants to partner with us. He's not going to do it for us. He's not going to drop it in the mailbox. He's not going to drop it on our front doorstep, though he is sovereign and he can do all of those things. He wants to partner with us. Yes, he has already promised us. He's already given it to us, but we have to go like he told Joshua and the children of Israel, go and possess the land in Joshua chapter one. I'll put that link in the show notes. Go and possess the land that I have already given you. He didn't say go and just walk in and I'm going to plop it in your laps. He said, go and possess. That's an action word. Go and take over, go and own, partner with me so you can have what I've already given you. See, friends, our journey is not in life. It's not linear. There are bumps, curves, pivots, no chapters, a straight shot, no such thing. There is no such thing as a perfect, got it right the first time life. It doesn't exist. All of our experiences build on each other. They develop character within us. If we allow, they strengthen our faith roots. They deepen them. They lengthen them. They shape and shift our perspective. They are opportunities to see and lean into the faithfulness and goodness of God. So how to start over can keep us stuck, especially us overthinkers. Here's where and how you can start. Number one, renew your mindset and perspective. Don't be so hard on yourself, ruminating on how far you should have been by now. Reflect on what you need to own. Make peace with what is, not what you wish it was. And dive into God's word daily. There's that quiet time again. Two, identify your fears, your challenges. What are you afraid of? And why are you afraid of that? Seek wise counsel, a mentor, a therapist, a life coach, have a plan, number four, but make sure not to plan to death. Hello, overthinkers. I got an episode coming up on that. 
We plan and we plan to death and we do nothing with our planning. Five, take small baby steps in the new direction. Emily P. Freeman says it this way and I love it. What's the next best step to take? The next best step, not God show me the whole picture. That's a futile prayer. It doesn't work. Trust me, I tried. But God, what is the next best step? The next best thing for me to do? Slow and steady. Faster is not always better. Six, celebrate every victory along the way. What small step did you take? And what came from that? Celebrate it. Seven, gather a supportive community. I know I keep saying this over and over. Who will celebrate you, will champion you. And maybe time to say goodbye to those who are no longer supportive. And then lastly, let go of your timeline and lean into God's timeline. There's no set age you need to achieve a goal by. This whole idea of I should have figured it out by now or when I was in my 20s, it's a lie. We have bought into this lie for too long. And I know I keep saying this because I'm trying to chisel away at that mindset. Let's be very honest. Do you remember yourself in your 20s? Ooh. I was a little bit of a hot mess. Yeah, I knew a little, but I did not know as much as I know now. There was so much maturing that needed to happen. Experiences we all needed to go through in our 20s. Yes, we could have tried to speed things along or make things happen. But once again, a blessing out of season is not a blessing at all. It might take you more time or less time to have kids. Hello, Abraham and Sarah. Good example. Or write a book or find the right career, or earn your degree, or find the love of your life. And that is completely okay. Everyone is living their life on a different timeline, and yours has been custom built just for you, sis, and tailored especially for you so it fits just right. Embrace your timeline. No more beating yourself up because you should have known better. You should be further along. Or if you had not done blah, 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 you, would, you wouldn't have to start over. Think about it. When was the last time you did something for the first time? Think on that. Do you remember what it felt like? It was probably a little fun, right? A little thrilling. I bet it required some hard work as well. If I would have listened to my fears of it's too late and worries of doing something that I was totally clueless about, you and I would have never connected. Friends, you would not be listening to this podcast right now. And I would not be publishing my fifth season of this podcast. Because yes, my mind tried to tell me I had no business trying something I did not know how to do that I did not have the technical abilities, that I had no idea how to podcast, did I have a podcast voice, all of those lies, but I had to do it anyways. And guess what? Be okay with trying something new. Be okay with not being good at it at first. And it's okay to start over. And it's okay to try something new. Listen, and I want you to hear me clearly. We have one life. That is it. And if you are still breathing, there is still time. Embrace the power of choice and choose the life you want to live. Don't wait for it to choose you. There is an abundant life awaiting you, my friends. A freedom that you have never experienced before. A rest that God talks about in Hebrews that he has promised us. That no, you're not going to gain it by hustling. You're not going to gain it by striving. You're not going to gain it by, you know, outrunning somebody else. 
You're going to gain it by taking the time to, as I said in a couple episodes before this, getting to know yourself, checking your motives, and if need be, hitting the restart button. Listen, you're not alone. I'm cheering you on. I'd love to hear your ideas that others maybe have said are cockamamie and ridiculous. I want to hear them. DM me on Instagram. Email me. Let's chat about it. Let's support one another. I'm cheering you on with my pom-poms over here saying, sis, take the next best step. Don't allow grass to grow under your feet. Don't allow fear to overtake you. Don't wait for fear to leave. Do it afraid. Fear is never going to leave. So do it with your knees shaking. Do it with your armpits sweating. Do it with the hair raising up on the back of your neck. It's okay to start over and take the next best small step and do it slowly. I hope this episode helped you today. I hope it resonated with you. Thank you so much for supporting. Can you do me a favor? If this did resonate with you, can you share this episode? Take a screenshot, post it in your stories, post it on your feed on Facebook or Instagram or even Twitter. Tag me so we can connect and others can have access to this message of hope. See you next week, friends.